Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everybody. It's a Believe Sports Business Sports Media. I am Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at aoa.com, sportsfred at aoa.com. Art Source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. With us, uh, he's in Philadelphia, he's in Pennsylvania, excuse me, uh, but he's lived a lot of his life in Southern California, so he's right on target. Uh, Artie, I got I to gotta tell you something. It's, folks, it's almost 4 o'clock Pacific time on uh, May 20th, 2021, and I watched the first game of a doubleheader between uh, the Angels and the Twins, and I'm saying to myself, I'm saying to myself, you know what? What if somebody has a 55-game hitting streak going into this game? And he only gets three at-bats instead of four or five at-bats because we should be playing nine innings, and we're not. And I'm saying to myself, well, they're not giving Madison Bumgarner credit for his no-hitter, which he threw about a month ago. So I'm saying, well, then they shouldn't uh, discount the fact, they shouldn't count the fact that uh, this guy went 0 for 3 and his streak should continue until they play a nine-inning game. All right, how do you feel about that? You know, that's a great great revelation on your behalf, Fred, because, you know, when baseball changes the rules, you change the etymology of the game that Abner Doubleday invented. And we're seeing it more and more often. I heard uh, a couple of the New York Post writers talking a little bit about, you know, what would happen if situations like that occurred. And, you know, it, it really does change the perspective of the most traditional game, the pastime of America, Although, I don't know, the kids don't seem to be taking up to baseball like, like we did in our generation, Fred. But I would sure like to see it. I'll tell you what I'm excited about. Shohei Otani leading baseball in home runs. You know, and that's a beautiful thing to see. Um, Tony La Russa causing a big stir in Chicago. But he didn't think that Yerman Mercedes, his star rookie at 30 years of age, should have hit a home run off a first baseman who's pitching. Well, then why put him in the game, right, Fred? <laughs> well, I mean, God, uh, Tony knows everything about baseball. Just ask him. Folks, you can email <laughs> us. It's uh, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Ironically, this morning or last night, Clayton Kershaw agreed that something is screwy in baseball. As uh, Last night, of course, uh, Wednesday night, a, another no-hitter. Corey Kluber of the Yankees on the road against Texas. That makes six, and if you add uh, Bumgarner, that makes seven. Uh, the average uh, per season is like two no-hitters per season, and Kershaw says there's got to be something different with the ball, and uh, it's hurt the game. Fans like to see runs, and he's a pitcher. You know, I was amazed at that. I mean, I looked at the stats, and, you know, I'm wondering what's wrong with the lineups in Cleveland, Texas, and Seattle at this point in time. <laughs> I mean, but Corey Kluber, I was happy to really see that because he went through some tough times the last couple of years. I don't think he threw more than, what, one one inning last year? And, you know, at one time he was one of the top pitchers in baseball. How about the Indians having Trevor Bauer and Corey Kluber, Kluber at that time? I mean, that's pretty impressive. 
Hey, you know what's exciting me? The Giants and the Dodgers this weekend. Bauer, Bueller, and Urias versus the San Francisco Giants, the first-place Giants, Brad. And their pitching staff is, at this point, uh, unhittable, so uh, should be interesting, and I just wish Vinny was back. Uh, you know, again, you know, it's been four years now, I guess, but uh, I really miss Vin Scully. And since the Dodgers have brought uh, Poulos back, I was just wondering from uh, Hidden Hills, California, if the Southpaw couldn't go one inning on the mic, even from his house. Any comments? I would love to see it. I mean, to me, he could be the old Jerry Doggett. You remember how Jerry did a couple of innings? Yeah. And But it'd be great to see him at Dodger Stadium now that things are opening up. You know, they're, they're selling those $200 seats where if you prove that you <laughs> don't have COVID-19 and you got vaccinated. I mean, come on, Vinny. I, I know he would love to go there and do an inning or two every once in a while. And he could do it whenever he wanted to. You know what I mean? I'd give him basically carte blanche. Come on in. We love you. And, I mean, I, I grew up with him. You grew up with him. There's nobody in the history of baseball who could call a baseball game like Vin Scully with that velvety smooth delivery. And he lost his wife a couple of months ago. So uh, I think it would be imperative. I mean, I think it would help him. Anybody who loses a wife, I, I think it, it would help uh, to be doing Stay something. Busy, baby. Yeah, I, I would love the Dodgers to ask him to do it. I don't see him turning it down. And, again, you know, I, I try to watch the well, Dodger games. Well, you're a lot better than Charlie Steiner. Excuse me on that one. Well, again, I, I don't listen or I don't watch that often because I, I just I miss him. And it's uh, uh, that is the well, MS, that question, is the truth. Fred. Yeah. I got a question. What's uh-huh. a bullpen game? A bullpen, a bullpen game is because, uh, of course, Mays is out for the season, and they're not ready to start Gonsolin, so they're going to have a, a reliever pitch uh, two innings, three innings, two Everybody innings. Everybody gets to pitch like an all-star game or something like that? Yeah, it's a bullpen game. It's tough to bet it because you never know who's going to be on and who's going to be off. By the way, yeah, I Jan- track it up. I read about that today, and, the, and then I was thinking of how Tampa Bay would start off with some guy. Some hamburger would throw like an inning, and then they'd, you know, that's basically where this all started, I guess. Kevin Cash, uh, yeah, it's uh, an interesting uh, difference in the game of baseball. A lot of interesting difference, most of it negative. And again, <laughs> look, I can understand last year, no fans, uh, 60 yeah. game season. I can understand seven inning doubleheaders, I guess. But now fans are back. Some of the stadiums can now be full. And Cardinals can be full, and Nationals can soon be full. Bottom line is, based on that, don't the fans deserve nine innings? I, I think they do. Baseball traditionally is a nine-inning game. I was bummed in high school when we only played seven innings. You know, I mean, it's a game designed for nine, threes and nines. I mean, it goes on together perfectly. Now, I got a question for you. How about that shot that LeBron dropped in on the, on the Golden State Warriors Falling away, leaning back from 35 feet. Are you serious? Well, I was fortunate. Uh, they were six and a half point favorite. They win by three. So if you had the Warriors, you won the game. They should have won the game. Uh, the reason they didn't win the game, the most valuable player, in my opinion, on the Lakers last night was not LeBron, was not Davis. It was uh, Alex Caruso. Uh, the Warriors up by 15 at halftime. Uh, the Lakers get it down to zip. Uh, then the Warriors bring it back to 12, and they really have great momentum. Then uh, Curry steals the ball, 
and you know they're going to score two or three this time down. And then Caruso steals it from Curry, and the Lakers score on a jump shot by, uh, I think, Kuzma. So it's a 5.45 or 6-point uh, uh, differential right there. I think that changed the game, and Caruso had like a perfect game. I mean, I think he hit 50% of his shots, but I think he stole the ball five or six times. Curry had, uh, what, six uh, turnovers. So even with his 37 points, he did not play well. For her, for him. Look to me, it kind of looked to me like the Warriors are one man short this year. Well, no, the sh- the, the guy short is Kelly uh, Oubre. Nobody's talking about it. He's their second best player, and yeah. he's he's out for the year. And, and and that's that's the difference. If he's playing, I don't think the Lakers win, and I don't think the Lakers beat Phoenix, and I don't think uh, the uh, how Clippers. How can the Lakers be? How can the Lakers be favored in that series? Honestly, cause right they're now with what we saw. Because they're the Lakers, uh, and people okay. jump on a jump on a board, and and the bookies know that they're going to jump on a board. The sports books know they're going to jump on a board. I don't think the Clippers are going to be Denver. I think both uh, Los Angeles teams are going to be out in the very first round. And, but for as far, let's go back to the Lakers again. The way Vogel is screwing around with his center position, you know, I was screaming that Harold's got got to play at least 18 minutes a game uh-huh. or something like that. He plays the first half. He doesn't play at all in the second half. They don't play Gasol in the second half. They play Davis at center uh, when uh, Drummond wasn't there. They can't win that way. You, you, I'm sorry. Harrell is the guy. No, one I of agree. the Harrell is one of the guys that plays hard. Uh, every minute he's on that court, and that's what you need. Because, see, Davis, things come easy. LeBron, when he's healthy, things come easy. Harrell, things don't come easy because he's a short center. That means he fights for every rebound, offensive and defense. He has to play. I'm not a coach, right. but I know that. And I, I don't know what's what going on. What was impressive last night was the fact that Davis showed up in the fourth quarter and he yes. had very key shots for him. Yep. He did not look good in the first three quarters. No, he looked gone. I mean, he was like disappeared in the first half. In fact, what were the what were the numbers in the first half? Two for twenty-two from the Schroeder and from Schroeder and uh, yeah, Brown and, da- and, and Davis were uh, they were having trouble throwing a uh, pill in the ocean there for a minute. So who wins to who wins tonight? Uh, Russell Westbrook played about as poorly as he could on on Tuesday night. Based on his history, he's going to play about as well as he can this evening. And uh, Brogdon's questionable for uh, Indiana, the Pacers, and we know Lavert's out. Uh, I think for COVID. Uh, so I like Westbrook to win a slight. They're a slight favorite. Like, Who do you like? I like the Washington Wizards tonight. And I'll tell you what, the doggy who does his, uh, you know, his sports his sports talk show, all over Russell Westbrook. He says, "Oh, these triple doubles are overrated. They're this. They're that." I'm like, what did Tatum getting 50 points have to do with Russell Westbrook? He can't shoot. I mean, I was like, oh, my God. Russo, stick to baseball, would you please? Oh Now, who was that who went after? The doggy. You know what is it, Chris Russo? Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, WFAN like, originally. Really? I mean, I was like, oh, my God, between him and the other one that used to have the sports talk show, Mike Francesa, Right. They are just perfect New York sportscasters. They will rip anybody. I mean, the guy had one of the great seasons of all time. I mean, Washington would have been nowhere near sniffing a playoff berth if he didn't have a incredible season. And, I mean, I go back a long way with their head coach. He used to play at Main Beach in Laguna when he played for Billy Mulligan at Saddleback. 
So I mean, I've always known he knows his basketball. But yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go with the uh, with the Wizards tonight. And uh, I was I was amazed that San Antonio played as flat as they played yesterday as well. I think they they knew their season was done. I mean, uh, you know, they're playing shorthanded, and uh, uh, and at this point. Uh, uh, Pop didn't care, and I think the team ad- indicated that Pop didn't care. And uh, uh, next year they'll be—they're a very young team. I think uh, they're averaging yes, about 20, they 25 years of age. They said last night, so um, I, I think they'll be back next year. And I think Murray from Washington, um, uh, Devontae Murray, will only get better, and and he'll be a so, top-notch point guard. So Fred, I wanted to touch on this because I was a huge track and field fan as a young kid. Yeah, and I I remember watching uh, Lee Evans and Tommy yeah. Smith and Juan uh, Carlos right. in the '68 Mexico City Olympics. Right, and he, I think he broke the all-time record in the four 400 meters with 43.86 okay. at the time. Right, but uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about you know what's going on in our country right now. That was 53 years ago, and they made a stand for civil rights. Right, and today in Congress, they had a bill passed about Asian hate. Right. And I'm wondering, what is going on in this country when people don't understand that we're all humans and we're all part of mankind and we all deserve to be, you know, respected? Well, again, uh, the guy that uh, was in the office for four years didn't help the situation by uh, uh, making clear that uh, certain people were beneath the rest of us. I think that helped. And people didn't need too much of a, a nudge to uh, take his side in those kind of issues. So I think he had a lot to do with it. Not that this country has not always been a racist country, because it has, Mm -hmm. but he gave them a right to do it. He gave them a reason to do it. He gave them an excuse to do it. And now we see the the shootings and whatever. And it's not just Asian. It's anti-Jewish. It's it's anti-everybody, anybody that's different. And uh, uh, we have the right to do it because uh, that's the attitude of the guy in D.C. before... Uh, November of this year and January 20th of, uh, of this year. So, so anyway, what I was getting to was Lee Evans passed away. He had a yeah. stroke a couple of days ago in Nigeria. Yeah. 74 years old. Right. And uh, they, the family tried to get him home. And, you know, when you have one of those bad strokes, sometimes it's it's not able to happen. But I just wanted to send a shout out to his family because he made a big indelible mark on me and with, with you know, with what Tommy Smith and Juan Carlos did when they put their fists up and got sent home from the Olympics. That was a pretty watershed moment in American history back in 1968. And I just feel really sad that 53 years later, we're not in a better spot in this great country of ours. And, and something that a lot of people don't know, the, the guy that finished second was from New Zealand. He agreed with him. And, uh, you know, after the fact, uh, he stood with them on every issue. It cost him in his native country. He was like uh, uh, hurt, kind of blackballed. Uh, blacklisted, blackballed in a lot of situations. Uh, uh, near the end of his life, uh, they gave him uh, uh, what he deserved. I mean, uh, you know, for finishing second, but they didn't for a lot of years. They went after him also, and that's the you know that's the question. Okay, a we shouldn't be going to Tokyo, but if we go, if the players, the players, if the athletes want to wear Black Lives Matter shirts or trousers or trunks or whatever they're going to use why shouldn't they be able to do it and i wonder what the usoc is going to say about that what do you think do you really think that that with what's going on in in japan they have less than three percent of the population vaccinated 
Yep. Um, they're still having big problems, you know, in, in, in Asia. Um, do you really think this is the time when things are starting to turn for the better that we need to, to rush into this Olympics? I do know there's a lot of people, a lot of money involved. We've talked about greed and business and sports, you know, until we, we screamed about it. But, you know, I'm just wondering if, if you know, it, it, it made me laugh because you know what it reminded me of, Fred? What? Westgate Superbook in Vegas did posted odds and over and unders on every one of the 279 regular season football games. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you know what the Bengals and the Steelers are going to look like on November 10th? 2021, and you can give me a spread. You have no idea but, what those teams are going to look like. I thought that was the most far-reaching, bizarre thing I've ever read. But people will bet on it. Uh, they think they know something that somebody else doesn't know, and uh, right. so they're going to—they'll be making money between now and September, October, November, December. But let me just say, you know, my feelings about AT&T. And yesterday, this is almost funny, but it's not. Um, uh, AT&T, of course, five years ago bought Directv. And about 10 years ago, they put uh, uh, the, the Major League Baseball channel on, um, on DirecTV, and they televise out-of-market games. And uh, the only time I don't get a game uh, on Channel 213 on my DirecTV, the Major League Baseball channel, would be when the Angels or the Dodgers are involved. Okay, so yesterday about 1.30, I turned on the Padre game, and it's not there. It says blacked out. We'll search, and we search. Well, we can't find it. I go to one. I go to 694, which is the chart, which is the uh, Padre Sports Channel, which I do pay for. But um, the, you can't get it if there's a game. It's also blacked out. So I know I made this mistake, and I know I should never do this. But I actually called Directv, and I got a wonderful lady. Honest, God, I talked to her for 45 minutes. She's from LA. She's living in Montana, where it's snowing now. And we started laughing, and she says, I know you're right, but I can't pull any buttons here. Let me talk to the guy above me. And she did. And he said, no, it's blacked out in L.A. and San Diego. And I said, if it was blacked out, if we were part of San Diego, I'd be able to get on 694 the game because then they'd be part of my package. And uh, she said, uh, that's what he said. And I said, well, tell me he's an idiot. You want me to tell me he's an idiot, I'll be happy to do so. And I said, by the way, if you can't get him, how about somebody above him? So I finally got a, a very nice guy, and we talked. He said, I know you're right. But by the time we finished talking, it was 4 o'clock Pacific. Game was over. The game was over. <laughs> so I said, listen, it wasn't. I don't think they're just doing this just to, to Fred Wallen. I honestly think they're doing it for everybody in, Southern, in, in Los Angeles and the L.A. area. And he says, I know you're right, and uh, we made a mistake. And I'll write them, and it will not happen again. So, Artie, what do you think the next time the Padres are on? A or B? Uh, agree or disagree? I'm saying they're going to they're going to black up the Padres. Again. <laughs> I, I know I'm not going to see them. They have now. I'm 140 miles from San Diego, and but not even that. It doesn't even matter. I'm not in their broadcast area because if I was for free, I would get their sports channel. I don't. I mean, I, I, I buy I buy the sports channel. You know, Fred, I got to tell you, remember all the years you couldn't watch the Dodgers because they were like. You know, didn't didn't appear on AT&T and DirecTV. Yeah. When I moved to Pennsylvania seven years ago, I got to see more Dodger baseball. Than you, than I did. Yeah. It was on every night late. I had to stay up late, but, you know, at least I'd get, you know, I mean, and and when Vinny, when when they pick up the Vinny telecast, I would call all my buddies here because they, I said, you got to tune in. 
you know, and, and they, they all became Vince Scully fans because they finally got a chance to listen to this great voice. And, I mean, it was really kind of funny. I'm thinking to myself, I had to move 2,700 miles east to, to listen mm-hmm. to the Dodgers. And, and finally, as we go off Believe Sports Business Sports Media for this uh, Thursday, May 20th, uh, uh, 2021, I heard a rumor that Bob Baffert's going to go to veterinary school. What do you think? Yeah, Dick Francis's scholarship fund is going to stand in <laughs> I mean, I, but I think the the sport itself, obviously, was really diminished, really hammered uh, with... Uh, yeah, that's what, what they uh, need is another black eye, huh, Fred? But at least Medina Spirit didn't win, because then we'd really be in trouble. At least, uh, you know, if they stick to it, uh, Baffert's horses aren't going to be allowed in New York for the well, Belmont. Well, you heard what Donald weeks. Trump said about Medina Spirit, right? He, he called the horse a junkie. Well, last time I checked... <laughs> So now he's going after horses. Okay, um, this is most interesting. Uh, you know, there's a reason he moved to Florida, folks. He doesn't want to get extradited to New York. Um, we'll see what happens as far as that is concerned, folks. So if how you'd about like... those Dodgers, those seven out of eight, Fred? Well, let's Are see. On a roll now? Well, let's see. This is consistency for you. Ready? Thirteen and two. They lose fifteen out of twenty, and as you just indicated, they've won seven out of eight. Consistency is what the hobgoblin of what small minds or something like that. I don't know, but uh, uh, con- okay, it is funny the way they're playing. And uh, oh, I got I, okay. So here's the final question of the day right here on uh, Believe Sports Business Sports Media. And folks, if you're young, you're not going to know what the Mendoza line is, but it used to be that in the L.A. Times or the Herald Examiner in Los Angeles and other newspapers around America, they'd have everybody's batting average in the major leagues. But sometimes they wouldn't have room for the bottom, you know, few guys. And so they called it the Mendoza line, Mario Mendoza, who I think was a lifetime 198 hitter. So my question to you is, Pujols, 41 years of age, does he end this season above or below the Mendoza line art source? Oh, boy, what's he hitting, 199 right now? I I, I saw 250, I mean, as far as the Dodger is concerned. I don't know what he was in oh, danger. Yeah, I, I'm saying, but he was like, he was at 196 coming yeah. for the Angels. Like, yes. Are, you, are we putting both of them together or just for the Dodgers? No, i got to be together, so what do you think? Boy, i got to go with under the Mario Mendoza line. I agree with you 100%, but Andrew Freeman thinks he's the smartest man in the room. We see how that works out for a 41-year-old guy. He's not, last time I checked, godlike. No, he's a great player. He's a first-time Hall of Famer. He's a nice man. He donates to charity. He helps kids. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean he can hit a 97-mile-an-hour fastball. I'll tell you one thing. I wouldn't mind having him against certain left-handers as a pinch hitter, though, in big games. Okay, so we'll see. But I, I'm guessing he is under 198. But I, wouldn't, I, would not, I would not depend on him in an everyday, in an everyday manner. Matter of fact, Muncy's starting to hit great. You know, I'm more concerned about what the Dodgers are going to do with Seager being out. Well, Lux is playing pretty well shortstop, and he's hitting the ball. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's not Seager. But it, the question is now, do they sign Seager for next year, which we'll talk about next week right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Art, stay well. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Overnight America. Uh, Scott, Mario, thank you for putting Thanks, the show Fred. together. Yeah, and uh, thank you guys uh, for listening to Believe Sports Business Sports Media. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.